Welcome back, history buffs. You saw the title, folks. We are dealing with the legendary man known as Marvin Hemeyer. You may not remember the name, but does the title Killdozer ring a bell? Yes, we are covering the man that built a tank and destroyed multiple buildings in small-town Colorado on a revenge-fueled rampage while helpless police watched. While that description is an accurate overview, some details did get left out. In truth, Marvin Hemeyer did not hurt or kill a single person in the rampage, and the only buildings he destroyed were ones that belonged to members of the corrupt government that had personally wronged him. Some see it as a heroic act of rebellion against those who had done him wrong, but others think he was a crazy man whose only goal was to destroy the government of his hometown. Is one side correct or either correct? We'll see in this episode of History Buffs. Before we get into the serious stuff, I would like to draw attention to the fact that building tanks is, well, it's awesome. The dilemma aside, I would like to talk about what he built, and maybe it'll help us understand his thought process and his headspace. So, he started with a Komatsu D355A bulldozer and proceeded to armor it, protecting the cabin, the engine, and the top of the tracks. The armor was applied. The armor applied. Bleh, I can't talk. The armor applied was up to a foot thick, and it consisted of a sheet of tool steel, a gap, and another sheet of steel. The gap was filled with concrete, making a near-invincible tank. Marvin also used an innovative system of cameras on the outside of the tank, protected with steel and three inches of bulletproof glass. He also used cans of air to clear dust and debris from the camera. He even added fans in an AC unit to keep him comfortable inside the tank. The tank was also both armored, armed and armored. He had three armored gunpoints with one 50 caliber caliber rifle, a semi-automatic 308 caliber rifle, and a 22 caliber rifle. The rifles were used to destroy transformers and propane tanks, but no people were shot at, including the cops chasing him. Marvin forgot one thing, though. A way out. It is believed that he fitted the armor separately, put it on like a shell, trapping all himself inside so he could do his job and commit suicide inside the tank. Now comes the meat of this episode. Why? What happened to him to do any of this? It started in 2001. While Hitmeyer was known by most as a kind and likable person, he got into trouble after buying two acres of land. He spent $42,000 to get the land, and he built a muffler shop on that land. Eventually, he agrees to sell most of his land to a man who wanted to build a concrete plant on it. He originally accepted excuse me, $250,000 for the land, but up the price to $375,000 and then to $1 million. The man who bought the land got his concrete factory approved by the city, but he might have tried to appeal the construction on the claim that it blocked access to his shop. All of that means he built a muffler shop and agreed to sell the land it was on, but regretted his decision and tried to hike the price or keep his land. The city did not let this happen, and to add insult to injury, fined him $2,500 for not having his shop connected to the sewer line, which would have cost an absurd $80,000 to get connected. When he decided to get the line connected and pay the $80,000, the part of the land sold to build a concrete plant had to have the pipe laid under it, 
but he was refused legal permission to lay the pipe on the land. Therefore, he was required to lay a pipe, but denied the legal ability to do so by the city, forcing him to break the law either way and have more trouble and more fines. It was at this point he threw in the towel and decided to get revenge on those who took his land and put him into crippling debt. While Bassi is pretty villainous, losing everything and going on a rampage, to many, his actions embody the rebels of the Revolutionary War and the founding fathers that built the country. That is, in the sense that after being repeatedly downed by a government that had little care for the people, they finally decided to fight back and make a change. As such, I award one villain point and one hero point. Maybe we can see what happened after he hopped into the bulldozer and what he did on his rampage through Grand Lake County, Colorado. He first destroyed his muffler shop and then the concrete plant. He then went after the town hall and the local newspaper office. He then destroyed the former mayor's house and the hardware store owned by a man who Marvin Hemeyer deemed had wronged him. And some other buildings, while in some other buildings, while reports conflict on whether he had avoided hurting anyone or just got lucky, most sources, despite the local sheriff's office, uh, agree that he avoided hurting people. For that, I am awarding one hero point, as he did his job cleanly and had regard for people's lives. I also must add one villain point for generally destroying buildings, especially the ones that belonged to those he had less substantial grudges against and had arguably not done anything to merit the killdozer. His score is 2-2. Two two. I am also going to add another villain point for, despite avoiding killing anyone, still endangering people's lives, intentionally or not, putting him at 2-3 to three points. Now that we have gone over what and why he did it, we can conclude that he is a villain. Maybe one with a tragic backstory, who died believing he did the right thing, but still a villain nonetheless, except for one thing. He gets one hero point for helping people, including me. Remember that no one truly has more power over another. Everyone can stand up for themselves and we all should. Maybe not with a homemade tank, but by voting, protesting, learning, speaking up, and if need be, fight for a good cause. Like I always said, never start a fight, but always finish one. And if you need to, tanks are really cool. So my final score is 3-3. Three to three. He is neither a hero or a villain. He is an anti-hero. A man who does very wrong things for very good reasons. Thanks for listening to the History Buffs podcast. I don't make episodes very often, so if you want to hear more of me, or even Charles, like our podcast, and we'll know episodes are worth the time to make, if not to make one of you happy. Thanks. Peace out. Hey, actually, I'm back. Uh, I want to let you know that since this turned out to be a very short episode, if you want a much more substantial documentary with a lot more teaching in it about what happened, you can go on Netflix and watch the documentary Tread. It is about the same thing, Mr. Marvin Hemeyer, and it just covers the same thing I did with much more in-depth and a lot less focus on whether he is a good guy or a bad guy. Thank you. This time, I'm actually signing out. Peace.